G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're uh, taking a look at the Group 1 Epsom meeting from Randwick, but there's been a whole heap of other goings on. There was plenty happening on the track. Mark Sheen, Mark Roden, Rob Scurry here to join me. Mark Sheen, how do you see the day overall? Look, a good day's racing. Uh, I thought the fence might have been slightly off. Um, I'm not sure if the boys agree with that. Um, I, certainly later in the day, I think it was an advantage to get off the rail, but uh, I'd be forgiving of horses that were right on the fence all day. Okay, Mark Roden, is that how you saw it? Yeah, you look at the, um, the punting form lanes data, it's second half of the field and three plus lane three plus in the run was where most of the winners came from. There's still some good runs nearer the fence, like hinged in the um, Phillies race, was very good up the inside. Big parade, I mean, wasn't on the fence, but sat nearest the fence in the last as well. Zarek so ran quite well on the Metro up the inside as well. So maybe those runs had more merit than um, that it appears at close value. Yep. And Rob Scurry, welcome to you. How'd you handle the day overall? Oh, look, uh, not, not too bad. Um, I thought the track played fairly well. Um, yeah, I think I tweeted, um, I sparked is my biggest ever moral victory horse of my whole life. I, I thought that should have, it, it almost fell over. I thought, I thought, it's anyway, we'll get to the race, but yeah, look, I thought it was a good day. Mask, it was an exciting race, Mask Crusader. Um, yeah, I'd love to have seen the two year olds at the flesh, but you know, what can you do? Well, you mentioned the two year olds. Let's just quickly have a chat about Cooling Gatter. Uh, it's broken the class benchmark, it's run the fourth fastest last 200 on the card. Mark Sheen, there was no real money for it though, was there? No, it was a surprising drift. Um, 2.30 all in at the start of the week, uh, backed into odds on, and then on race day gets out in SP's 6-4 uh, to four without a lot of movement for the other runners. And uh, honestly, there was no second pick off the trials. Um, Drasana ended up running second and just showed no speed in its trial and no speed on race day. Um, I don't know what the bookies were hoping for there, but seriously, there was dead set no second pick. <laughs> Mark Broden, is there any real reason that you can put your finger on as to why that might happen? No, I I think in cases like this, it just means that none of the, you know, the punters who are, are marked up by the, the big bookies who move the market um, have backed it. So mm. they just keep easing it out but to, uh, till it finds its level. Um, you know, Betfair was 290. So, you know, it, it can't SP much shorter than 250, can it, when there's no money on Betfair for it? So, and yeah... The, there was no bit great snowing really in the race, but they, they really were specking, you know, double figure odds chances in in numbers, like four or five of them. So um, and and no push for the favourite, and that's how it came out. Okay, and the market well, yep, yeah. race. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob, I know it's hard through the TV, but what did you think on type on what you were able to tell? Looked athletic, like not my particular style of two year old. I thought, I, you know, it looked look look yeah look look like um. Yeah, I prefer sort of more masculine, stronger types, fillies. Um, but, you know, it looked like it walked well and, um, yeah, just far too good, far too different, different class. So, um, you know, what price in the golden slipper? Well, you we have to be a bit careful, though. Enthar was probably just as impressive last year and, uh, yeah, it was a similar scenario with her. Trial brilliantly, got in the same sort of lane and ran similar figures, although this has gone a bit uh, better on Saturday. But... Um, yeah, it's a long way to go, yeah. yeah. Wasn't there one the year before in the yellow and blue colours that I thought was fantastic? We'd only did it once, I think. Um, uh, the, the, the Snowden car. Uh, no, 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 no. It's um, starting with P, the one that it bucked off Huey one time. 
Uh, it's in the blue and white, uh, yellow colours, starting with P. Um, it won. It won the Jim Crack, I think. Not not the not the Phillies race um, for for Chris Waller. But um, yeah, Enthar was more is more my style. She was she was a big, strong masculine who who dwarfed a lot of them. Um, I re- remember seeing her, and then Mallory was in that race as well, who who looked very much underdone that day. And um, yeah, um, turns out Mallory's possibly much better than Enthar. But you know, who knows? All right. Well, let's skip through to race five, the Hill Stakes over two thousand. Think it over. Has one here, just edging out shared ambition. Very slow tempo. Uh, and by very slow, 7.6 lengths, slow to the 600. Rob, I'll start with you. Uh, look, you know, he's been one of mine, this horse, think it over. I've backed it multiple times. I just, I just couldn't get it to that. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't feel comfortable, you know, sending a big unit bet at $1.90. And, and, you know, he, he's got what a lot of good horses have, which is a real will to win. Um, and and he's, he's got there in a close finish again. So, you know, that, that's a big tick to him. Um, he did that in the rider. Just got there. He just got there the other day, um, and yeah, he's, he's just won again. But what's he beat? You know, Cepheus has run third a few lengths off. Like really, our two thousand meter horses. Oh. Yeah, Mark Shane, what are your thoughts on this race? Yeah, well, it wasn't much of a race, was it? We expected to be slow speed, and that's sort of how it panned out. And uh, it was first two round the home turn. Um, as you mentioned, the pace there was just a a walk in the park, uh, almost sixty five seconds for the first thousand. So. I don't know if you can deduce a lot out of it. I think he was gassed at the finish, though, think it over. I think, you know, a strong 2,000 metres might see him right out against better opposition. Yep. And Mark Red, anything to follow out of this for you? No, I had something in Keo Nautique, and you can't sack him off that. It just took absolutely zero part in the race. So, it's a farcical tempo. And I, I, why on earth do Ace and Keo Nautique were detached from the main body of the field and pulling, you know, like three, four, five lengths off? Fourth spot, you know, when they're, they're going a, a canter, there, there was just no reason for them for them to be giving up the, that much of a start. It was bizarre. Um, it's pace over position to the nth degree. It was yeah, awful rides on both. Duace did nothing in their own home. Keon actually held its spot and wasn't killed late either. I'd be forgiving of him, but if, if that's going to be their tactics on income hell high water, he won't win many races. But uh, yeah, just a pretty ordinary race all around, I thought. Okay. Uh, the premier stakes over 1,200 was race six, even tempo event, 1.2 lengths fast to the 600. Masked Crusader, visually impressive, but we'll get your thoughts, uh, Rob Scarry, to start with. Well, um, Mike Sheen's word were ringing in my ears. It was disgusting last start, um, and he didn't look disgusting. He looked good. Uh, so I, I was happy enough to back him. I thought uh, the, the 1,200 metres would really suit. Something told me that, I don't know. Ross Byer might have had second up syndrome. I heard it's you know it's, it's now injured. Um, but yeah, it looked it looked great. Um, old standout. He's always this. I think Lizzie made the pun. Bit of a standout in the yard. This one that always kind of catches my eye. He's run second here, so maybe the form is not that strong. And what can you do with Mars Crusader if he gives you know Eduardo and Nature Ship a start? He's going to struggle to beat him. You'd think. Yeah, Mark Sheen. Exactly that question. What do you think? Well, well, I don't think you can flop out like that and beat those those good horses. Uh, they're they're going to have to cut each other mad in front, Eduardo and Mascaris, uh, and uh, Nature Strip to put it on for him. But you can't be giving can't be giving those horses like he did in the TJ that much start. Uh, he's just got no speed at all. Like Lee paraded a lot better on Saturday, and luckily uh, I did switch uh, to him uh, after he you know looked uh, ten lengths better in the yard, and unfortunately Rothfire looks to have 
come through that run no good. Um, so hopefully it's all okay for him in the future. Uh, standout running second's got to be a question mark. I know they've run the time, but he's been in the nursing home for about six months, hasn't he? Fair dinkum. So I don't know what you do. He's just going to be giving them too much start, I think, Musk Yeah, Mark Decent's running. Oh, sorry. Sorry, John. mate. I shouldn't have jumped in there. Uh, he's a decent fresh horse standout, I think. He seems to run best fresh. Um, so maybe, maybe watch it, you know, be very wary of him. Yeah. Uh, Mark Roden, I'm just looking at. Mask Crusaders figures, and he's only really been in the two fast tempo races. A lot of very slowly run races where he's producing these big splits late. Um, is there maybe a slight query if he goes to an Everest and it's producing some sort of obscene tempo that he's never seen before that he might not be able to handle it? Yeah, it's funny. It should suit him mm. because he doesn't have the early speed. But that's not always the case, you know. Mm. Um, it's like horses that, you know, some horses flash home at the end of a 1,000 but can't run 1,100 or 1,200, you know. There's just a certain way they've got to run their race. And I was looking at it this morning, and um, it's a good overall time, and his sections are great. They, they often are, late sections. Um, for the class, the tempo's only even, I think. Um, Jonker didn't jump, so there wasn't... That just took a little bit of the early speed out of the race. I mean, there's still obviously enough speed for him to get the job done. But, yeah, maybe flashing home when he can still be in touch, but the tempo hasn't been that hot. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's good enough. I mean, you would think that one of Nature Strip, Classic Legend, Eduardo, Gitra, um would, would be too good for him. He'd, he'd be, yeah, he just can't be giving away lengths and lengths and lengths to him expecting getting over the top of him. But, I mean, all four of them would have to stop. I mean, if it's going to suit him, it's going to suit Classic Legend as well. So, yeah. Um, I think he'd need a lot to go right to actually win the I wonder if they decide to ride to running for speed. Look, he's won every time that he's led, and now they're trying to get him to settle. Um, do, do they change tactics in the Everest to just let him go? Wow, gee, I mean, that just muddies the waters further, doesn't it? Because, mm. I mean, Eduardo only knows one way. I suppose yeah. they could then take, try and take a set, sit on natural strip and get him to settle. Um, if they just decide out of the gates not to take part early and hopefully sit third off then, but um, yeah, that would that would make it interesting if they did that. Okay, let's have a look at the flight stakes. Group one for the three-year-old fillies over the mile. Uh, very fast tempo here, six lengths fast to the 600 on punting forms. Data never been kissed, settled third and run, and at big odds, it's held off hinged. Well, know a few people who were on course uh, at Kalgoorlie who backed Hinge and were not happy. Uh, Rob, I'll start with yourself. Uh, look, I, I just kept going with four moves ahead. Obviously, hearing that that speed, obviously not suiting her. She's, um, you know, again, she got her head up a little bit in the run, but I do think 1600 is probably not her go. It's 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 a logical to run her in the race, and when the rain came, that gave me a bit more confidence that she could she could run a race. Um, yeah, look, I. I I don't know much about these fillies, to be honest, um, outside, you know, what I thought were the good ones and op pump, you know, a, a, a BM64 type horse to win a group one. So, you know, I don't know. Mark Shane. <laughs> well, I think this started a trend for the day showing that horses that race wide at Ramwick on the 18th of September, Mask Crusader, Never Been Kissed, uh, Private Eye, Monophilia, all sat off the rail where it was uh, a swamp. And this started the trend of the day. Um, I didn't find it in my balls on the race, but um, 
it, it actually helped me later in the day thinking private eye, you know, was in the wrong part of the track and had a saver in it. But it just shows you've got to do your videos to, to see what was in the right lane and what was in the wrong lane. And certainly this winner, I didn't back it, but I'm just saying it was definitely in the wrong lane last time out. Yep, Mark Roden, it was uh, wide without cover as well. So, I mean, if you, I guess if you had followed it coming off those first two starts where it won both, or albeit at uh, Hawkesbury and Newcastle, I guess you, you could have been forgiving to follow your money at odds. Yeah, I mean, I, it was easy to forgive in the T-Rows. It was not only wide, but no cover, I think. Um, but, you know, it had sort of raced on speed in a walk at Newcastle and forward in. I didn't think there was much horse there, but maybe if one unsuited at Newcastle, maybe it needs its fast speed and a bit more ground. I mean, you, on time it's done okay, it's done a reasonable job here. Yeah. Sat up on a fast speed and kept going when plenty of others, even, you know, the favourites were dropping off. Um, I think there's merit in the run, and there's certainly merit in Hinge's run, who um, uh, came through a different race, came through the, um, the race of the Colts first up and the strung wins together in Brisbane, so it, it might have some ability. I mean, we, no one's, there's no surrounds here or winces, but um, there's, there's merit in the runs of the, the place getters, I think. Um, yeah, uh, particularly Hinge that came up the inside, which we're saying was probably worse ground. Yeah, and uh, as Rob's pointed out a few times so far this season, it can be a little bit difficult trying to get a line on how good some of these three-year-olds are. So what you do with the ones at the top end of the market? Just, just a bit. They've only run 0.24, isn't is it 0.24 slower in the Epsom? So yeah, that, that's pretty good. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, let's have a look at that race, the Epsom, the Group One mile race, 5.5 links fast to the 600, so another very fast tempo there. Private Eye, uh, race to race Group One double for Regan Bayless has knocked off Aaron Mayo, who I had uh, your thoughts in my head, Mark Roden, I think from the preview show, wasn't it? And, no, Mark Sheen. Mark Sheen, sorry. Apologies. Um, but yes, uh, had a decent crack at Arameo and I was trying to watch it on a tiny screen and wasn't sure what happened there. But anyway, Rob, I'll start with yourself. Run us through the Epsom, your thoughts leading into the race. Look, uh, I, I thought Rio Gini got a bit short and I thought that the pace might be on. So I was... Um, and the rain came in this time. So I sent out a tip for Ice Bath at about $14, $15, um, about an hour before the race. And... Um, I ended up having something on the winner um, as well as I thought, you know, with the pace on it, you know, it, it would, it would, you know, get a chance to run on it and look well weighted to me. Um, with Riadini, you know, sort of not going a yard, um, I just put it in my chat group and, you know, got just got crickets. But uh, I said, uh, Ice Bath is six to four in this race if it jumps. Um, if it, it could sit three wide, no cover and win. Uh, what it did from the before the corner, like, it, you don't get more pony than that that Dolan had. And all he had to do is he's done that thing where he's going, okay, I'm going to go, instead of going around the field where private I was, I'm going to go in between one horse and save like a length. And uh, he's proceeded to get um, Hungry Heart, which is a horse I can't stand. It's just, just held him, held him in the whole way. He's never got a crack at it. And um, I think it was an absolute certainty beaten. I'm obviously talking through my pocket. Um, it was a much bigger result. I've had some really big goes at this horse at some big prices, and um, it's, I've been stiff again. And in the Randwick Mile, um, you know, he's just got knocked off. I think Sherry gave it a ripper in the Doncaster. Um, you know, the third horse I, was in my mind, back of my mind, Dallasan. He, he seems to be well weighted. He's, he's, a, he's a proper middle distance horse. Um, not sure where he goes. Maybe a race like the Emirates at the end of the Flemington Carnival, he could win. Um, but yeah, look, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> 
I'm going to be back it up again. Entrevert versus uh, Ice Bath. If there's a little bit of rain around, um, I'll be going again. Okay. So, Mark Sheen, uh, you've obviously saved on Private Eye, but Aramoa would have been the bigger result. Yeah, big odds on Aramoa and Ice Bath and, and uh, the cutout on the winner, luckily, but Aramoa was a big result. I thought it was, was fun when it got, <laughs> got the split, but uh, anyway, but Ice Bath was a horror watch, wasn't it? Honestly, uh, I, I agree with Rob. I don't know why they try... Coming to the turn, just get to the outside. Yeah, they're trying to save a neck or a head. And how many times do they run into trouble? It just does my head in. Um, Private Eye, he was wide at his back and then hooked to the extreme outside, won him the race. So, um, yeah, ice bath again. I, you'd be off your head if you're owned. Beating a lip in a Doncaster, beating a lip in the Golden Eagle and probably should have won an Epson. So, <laughs> I know it's won plenty of prize money, but... You'd be shaking your head. Indeed. Uh, was there anything in back in the field that you thought, uh, besides Ice Bath, that uh, you'd be happy to follow next start? No, I don't think anything really jumped out of the ground. That Cascadian was a little bit of a better run, so maybe in the mile race in uh, what they call it now, they change the name of it every year, or <laughs> or whatever it is, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it might be a chance there. But um, look, Joe Pride's done a good job with this horse, yeah. Private Eye. He didn't sweat on Saturday, um, yep. which was something I did mention um, at Kembler. He sweated at Kembler. He sweated again at Randwick last time out. He didn't sweat first up and he didn't sweat on Saturday. So it's a bit of a guide with that horse, even though he has one first up sweating. But um, through his um, uh, after a couple of runs, you just have to know um, that with him. Okay. Mark Roden, how did you see the Epsom in the review? Um, yeah, I... I ended up on ice bath as well when the rain started falling, so we've all gone down there. I, I didn't, I didn't save on private eye, um, and uh, yeah, Rob was even more angry after the race than I was, despite that he won on the race and I didn't, and uh, he was he was absolutely ropeable, and I was, I was just mildly upset. But anyway, that's <laughs> different strokes. Mark, remember we were watching the, the parade and, and, and Dicko was watching it. He was like, well, who is this? He, he got he got really excited about Ice Bath. He thought, he, did, he thought he couldn't parade in any better. And I'm just like, we're just like rubbing our hands. And anyway. Given the speed they went, they're not going to get a big, better chance to win a big race than that. It, it was actually put on for it and <clears> take <throat> advantage. Um, on Reed, I back Reed any early. Um, I tried to construct this narrative in whereby... Rachel King might get it going the same sort of tempo and let um, some of those other things go. Um, she said she was travelling well outside the leader and carved up, but the fact of the matter is that they were going a million miles an hour. Um, I think Shane Chelio might have a point. They don't actually know how fast they're going, do they? But, no. um, uh, if, uh, look, it, it might have felt like it was travelling well, but it was going a much, much, much faster tempo than it had in its last two uh, runs. That's the excuse for it, but it's also probably end of prep and wants dry, but I, that might be him for, for this preparation. Uh, yeah, I, I saw Cascadian got on heels a couple of times. No room late, but, you know, he's he's sort of waded out of these handicaps more or less now and he's not quite right for age class, so he's going to just need things to fall into place for him to, to win again. Um, but, yeah, yeah, the ice bath horror story. How about that? Um, and what price could you could you mark it now? Saying Rio Dean is, is, is millions. Yeah. And, and, and it jumps. Well, I had it... Look, after adjusting for the rain and pattern... Yeah. I, I had read any about read any probably should have been a bet for me. I probably had it about five fifty. So if you take it, and I had ice bath seven bucks. So if you if you yeah. just bin Riadini, you probably got it around the four fifty five dollar mark. Okay. Well, let's have a look at the Metro twenty four hundred meter race. 
fast tempo, 4.8 lengths fast to the 600. Montefilia has knocked off on Tont, and it was Harpo, Marks, and Zarek in to finish in the minors. Rob, run us through the stairs here. Rob, I was still in a coma um, <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> I was, I was just, just what I just, I had a small play on, on She's Ideal. I thought to run the other day, even though she's got the perfect ride. Um, yeah, I had just a small play on that. I'm a bit annoyed, Harpo Marks. I backed that in the uh, Newcastle Cup and it's, it's run well. Um, but yeah, Montefilia's got 2,400. I, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have found it. Um, Entente, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I see he's, he's not much better than Fun Facts to, to my eyes. So just Sydney stayers, they're no good. Okay. Mark Shane, did you end up playing in the race? Um, yeah, I lost. Uh, no, I, I, um, I thought she looked stronger this time in, but I still doubted her at the trip and got that totally wrong. And then she sat three wide on a limb most of the way as well, so or at least three wide. So um, good effort, carried a big weight as well for a mare. So, um, yeah, as I said, uh, I was totally wrong there. I thought Luntzies was a bit of a hidden run here. Uh, I'll make Robbie Dolan again. Um Look, I stood up for Robbie last week, but um, he's had an off day here <laughs> on Saturday. I know he drew one, but, um, geez, it had, had some trouble in the straight. So it might be a horse who could go to Melbourne in a, I don't know, Mooney Valley Cup or something like that, probably just below the top rung and might be competitive. Um, uh, Zarek also got caught in the worst part of the track, but both of those drew inside. So I suppose you have to be a little bit forgiving because I think by race number nine, the fence was definitely right off. Okay. Mark Roden, what do you do with the winner, Montefilia? Obviously, first win at 2,400, but if it goes to a race in Melbourne or something like that? Yeah. Um, are they still talking Caulfield Cup? You, you wouldn't. Definitely, I mean, definitely, yes. That they are, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a funny year with, you know, no or fewer imports running in these big races, so it's probably the right year to go for it if you've got a, a you know, stay up in inverted commas of this calibre. Um, but, yeah, she's B grade. I've, I had a bit of no bet regret here. I, I wanted to be on her, and I was just waiting for around $758, which some places bet, and I thought, oh, I won't bet early. I'll see what the track's doing. But by the time I came to wanting to back it, everyone had worked out that the track might actually suit her, and she was eight into about six, and I decided to go, and home she goes, of course. But, yeah, I like Rob. I was a bit sick of the whole thing after ice bath and wasn't going to force a bet. But, um, yeah, I just compare with those things up the inside that Mark said. On Tont, great run on the back up. He, um, very honest on pace there. He was unproven at 2,400 before last week as well. He's got that string to his bow. Um, yeah, not much more to say. Okay. Let's have a look at the last uh, very slow tempo here. 8.4 lengths slow to the 600. And big parade has uh, held off Gravina. Uh, Rob, were you interested in the last? Apparently not. Oh, you're on, you're on uh, mute, Rob. Go again. Uh, sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, I, I actually I actually backed it because it got out to such a big price. Uh, Gravina looked a bit sweaty. She can get sweaty anyway. But I I, I was I was just like in my mind. I, I've saved five units the other week at Kembla Grange when it got to a dollar ninety big parade. So I thought, well, you know, I, I can I can have something on it here at five dollars fifty. You know, just just to win those five units, and that's about what I did. So it was it was a, it was a good ride, good watch. It's 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 a good horse. It's hard to catch. Maybe a bit of a nature strip about it. Uh, in that three, three you need three dollars to back it. <laughs> uh, Mark Shane. Well, I think all the talk is about the ride on uh, Gravina here. Uh, bookie's a little bit blessed. Went up seven dollars and. Would it start the SP Evans? Yep. Um, 
look, uh, th this has broken the land speed record, the last six and 400, Dravina, um, fair income. Well, you'd have to say, given none, just necked out of the barrier, just looked around. Um, look, I know it's not a good spot when there's a roughie outside, you're pinning you in, but um, didn't try and take up a position early. Uh, horror watch, another horror watch if you're on it. Yeah. I wasn't, but horror watch. And uh, just looking at some of these final splits, Mark Roden, you probably don't see a bigger final 200 split than that. No. Yeah. Um, I think the thinking was that um, Big Parade would be up there, you know, uh, at least contesting the lead, but they didn't. They were happy to take the, a sit, which took a fair bit of speed out of the race. So that, they only had one plan that was going back, and that plan looked in tatters. Um, uh, after about 400 metres, I'm surprised it got as close as it did. I, I didn't. I thought there was too big a gap in the price, so I was going to back big parade, then didn't because of the inside gate. And I thought, oh, if it's leading on the inside, oh, I don't know if that's much good, but turned out perfectly for it. No, I thought Gravina had absolutely no chance at the halfway mark, and to get as close as it did was a huge run. Um, look, he, um, his form is a bit, you know, he's, he has some outlying peaks and some less fluttering performances as well. He's put on two really good runs without winning so far this prep. They might have missed their chance, that's all I'm saying. He did, he did win at a really short price after... I backed him at big odds and he flew, looked like far left, and he came out at yeah. odds on something absolutely ground away and won by a head or something. Um, he may only have a certain number of runs per prep in him, so they might have missed their chance. And you can guarantee he's going to go up... Uh, he's not going to be missed next time out either. I will say in his defence, though, most of his best form has been on rain-affected tracks, and he was on a dry track on Saturday. So um, I think he may actually be going a lot better this time in because all his wins have been on, you know, at least a five or worse. But it's true. Um, yeah. I thought his the two wins at the end of his last prep, the really good one was on, on about a five, and I think it was softer yeah. and it ran back the second day. Yeah. So I was, and he was probably I mean, in the worst round that day. Yeah, but I don't know that he wants a heavy, necessarily. Look, that brings us to the end. I'll get some horses to follow from each of you. But, uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Well, obviously, I think Gravina picks himself. Look, I don't think there's many to follow out of the meeting, really. I think we've spoken about the unlucky runners. Um, yeah. We've all done our head in with Ice Bath um, <laughs> and Gravina. So, no, I haven't got anything that we haven't spoken about at this stage. OK. Mark Roden, yourself? I think... Um... Just to circle back to what Mark was saying before about the previous Randwick meeting, you know, maybe be forgiving of um, horses making their runs up the inside on Saturday. Um, you have to be forgiving of those making their runs wide the last time. I'd, might be the reverse. It might not be that as, that, as pronounced as that either, but uh, certainly worth keeping an eye on. So horses like Hinge, direct into level, they mentioned, but just, uh, yeah, do your videos and be forgiving of those in those spots. Okay. And Rob Scurry, I'll get one or two from yourself. Ice bath. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. I look. I haven't been to the race for a long time, so I'm. You know, I'm just following my horses, and and she's she's one of mine. I still, I still, still like her, even though you know, could have bought a car with you know, even in one of those results. Yep. Well, you won't be too far off getting back on force either, so you must be champing at the bit to get some to see some of these. Yeah, um, man. I can't can't wait. It's only what two two and a bit weeks. Yep. Exactly. Uh, right. and, but. Have you checked your uh, email, Mark Sheen? You, you, you ballot? You, you get your ballot in for the yeah, Everest? Yeah, I've, uh, I've nominated myself, but um, look, I just didn't want to pay the uh, 690 ahead for one of the hospitality uh, rooms, so I've decided to just go on the ballot for downstairs. 
but I don't know if we'll get in. It's nothing worse than uh, finding yourself at a lunch that you don't want to be at because you want to be looking at the horses in the yard and you can't get to the yard because you're in the wrong section. 690. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you should put so up a market on that. You probably have to stay in your spot, would you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, it, it will be. It, it'll it'll be, you know, it'll be a nuck's paradise. Don't move. Sit there. there. <laughs> you can only get it standing up, I used to say, when they were, with the previous lockdown, you had to sit down, you can only get it standing up. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I think it would be they'd want us to go outside, as, um, you know, the, the science suggests that you, 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 you're better off outside. Um, but... But anyway, we should put a, a poll on Twitter or something. Will we'll, we'll Sheen get 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 a get a GA ticket? To, uh... More about you, Rob. You're the man. Uh, well, they, they, I'm not allowed until uh, the Monday after. Anyway, well, you well, yourself there. I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> yeah, could, could we edit that out? We'll bleep that out. It'll be fine. Uh, the week ahead: Rose Hill Wednesday, Gosford Thursday, Goulburn and Randwick Saturday. That's the Spring Champion Stakes plus the Silver Bird Race and the Roman Console, the Stan Fox, and then Hawkesbury on Sunday. So, Mark Sheen, it's another just another busy week. It is a busy week. We didn't mention the uh, the half a million uh, thrown away on the additional Hill Stakes prize money as well to, to keep all those good horses here, um, which didn't quite work out. So it's become a half-brother to the Bondi, the Hill. <laughs> yeah, it has. Place of the century, wasn't it? We're back. Yeah. Indeed it is. Uh, Mark Roden, it's a busy week for yourself, though. I mean, I know they're all busy weeks, but this is particularly busy. This is ridiculous. We've got... Warwick Farm today, plus all those meetings you mentioned up to Hawkesbury on Sunday, then they've got bloody Newcastle on Tuesday. Yeah. And that leads into Everest week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Going to uh, better, um, a few early nights, I think, over the next fortnight. Yeah, fair, fair enough as well. All right, guys, thank you very much for joining me. We'll catch up on Friday to preview the Spring Champion Stakes. Until then, have a good week. Go well. Yeah.